Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us five minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the need for zero trust network access on key industries. I'm your host, Jim Richberg, CISO at Fortinet for Government. And today we're talking with Jonathan Windwe, my colleague and Fortinet CISO for Healthcare. He's talking about zero trust in the age of patient privacy and digital healthcare. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, great. Thanks for having me here, Jim. Zero trust in healthcare is about finding a solution that can preserve the sharing and giving of information in a patient's best interest, but that will safeguard the information at the same time. Can you tell us a little about what this means at a practical level? Yeah, so so zero trust as, as a concept was uh, developed in honor about 2009. And the idea behind zero trust means that access should not be a binary decision, meaning that you shouldn't grant anyone or now anything access to network resources just because they're behind the perimeter. And so zero trust has five basic ideas. It says that before you grant access, the identity of the person needs to be authenticated. The device on which that person is making the request or the device itself actually um, needs to be identified and verified. The request itself needs to be validated, validated based on role-based role -based access controls, essentially. And four, you need to log and monitor everything. And then I would add, and finally, you need to understand the final disposition of what was accessed. The, the idea at a practical level means now moving forward that every session, every request for access needs to be validated, authenticated, logged, and monitored. And the challenge comes in because ostensibly that is an intuitively elegant solution set. The challenge is how do you do this at speed and scale? And for healthcare, the challenge is that we're going to virtualize all of those previously face-to-face -face engagements. You know, think of exams, consultations, all the clinical functions that people would do face-to-face -face with their physicians or healthcare provider, all of the records, and then the non-clinical functions, the research and the supply chain, all of those elements now will need to be secured, need to be validated. And the challenge about doing that is that because of compliance around things like privacy, HIPAA, for instance, that data will need to be encrypted at 90 plus percent. So the challenge is not only executing zero trust, the real challenge, practically speaking, is how do you do that at speed and at scale, meaning millions of sessions per second, all of which have to have high availability and security. Well, Jonathan, that seems pretty daunting. What is the current state of healthcare IT needs with respect to understanding asset identification as it relates to zero trust network access? So the, the, the hardest part about zero trust is the data and process classification steps, right? And that's a manual step in many cases. And then to some degree, it can be automated, but it can take upwards of 9, 12, 15 months, depending upon the enterprise. But it's absolutely critical to understand the types of information you have, its criticality, the work processes and workflows that you have, and underline, understand their underlying dependencies so you can understand where the vulnerabilities are. The aspect, though, about moving at a speed and scale means that you have to have an, a broad and integrated and automated capability. There is no way to execute zero trust on such a broad scale without automation, right? And so I think the main challenge now with regards to the IT teams and zero trust access principles are how do you 
automate and leverage automation and machine learning and, and, and AI to do both the data and process classifications and then to implement your access controls and your segmentation strategies. Seems pretty clear cut. Can you tell us a little bit about the typical profile IT, uh, healthcare IT providers should be aware of? Yeah, well, the, the interesting thing is that we're, we've now moved into digital transformation. So not only are the traditional roles need to be uh, identified in terms of, of, of physicians and physicians assistants and nurses and staff and all the folks behind the scene that deliver the services, but now you also have devices, right? On average, there's at least 15 devices connected to any hospital bed in the United States today, right? And so the challenge now is that you have both people and devices collecting, generating, and curating data to help execute data-driven decision-making. And, and so the challenge now is going to be how do you catalog and identify all the people, devices, and applications in your network? Uh, and the way we do that at Fortinet is through our Fortinet capability to understand what's that environment today. So once you identify and understand those profiles, you can begin to set up the critical level, which are those role-based access controls. Okay. So what are your thoughts on zero trust identity and access management in healthcare? Well, the, the, the foundation of, of zero trust access is it's all about identity and access management. And so I think there, the capabilities we have, again, to understand what's in your environment, to understand the role they're associated with, especially to understand as new devices, new apps, and new people are added to the environment. One of the things we've seen during the pandemic is that not only are, are new people coming on board, but new devices as well. And we're having to decide on the fly, in many cases, how to provide access. And so I think the key part around zero trust is identity and access management. But beyond that, we also need to think about employing multi-factor authentication within that context to ensure access to those critical applications. So the, the main challenge there is, is, is how do you under, have understanding of identity and grant access to the millions of devices and people that are now coursing through that network? That's the, the total foundation of zero trust, right? Right, I agree, okay. Segmentation has been around since the beginning of networking. What are your thoughts about network segmentation post-pandemic? So that's a really great question because in many ways, zero trust uh, arose because of the limitations of segmentation. Segmentation was the primary and is still one of the primary security strategies to this day. But segmentation is, again, intuitively elegant, but very hard to implement because the challenge is if you over-segment, you impede business. If you under-segment, you don't have enough security to prevent the compromise and lateral movement by the threat actor within your network. And so I think the key to segmentation moving forward, especially across this very hybrid and distributed ecosystem, is the ability to understand all the role-based access controls, as we talked about in terms of your data and process classifications. And once you've identified all the stakeholders and devices and apps in that, that network, then you can begin segmenting based on role-based access controls. And the key element now about segmentation is the ability to leverage things like third-party trust engines, right? Things like, like SIMS and AI platforms like, like 40AI and our partners at Nozumi. And in doing that, you can segment your networks while not impeding traffic. And that's the key part of segmentation. Okay. Thank you, Jonathan. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Take 5. 
visit our website, www.fortinet.com healthcare for more information on securing healthcare. In our next episode, we will cover zero trust network access for government. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure, whether in networked, application, multi-cloud, or edge environments.